Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. God's Word. So today, we're going to look 
We're going to investigate and explore the subject of mind control and soul slavery on today's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I will be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. up this is michael tate with news about another real life jesus freak suddenly the communist stopped beating the christian prisoner and blurted out i have power of life and death over you i am god the christian whose name was wreck took that moment to speak truth to his persecutor you don't know what a deep thing you have said you have not been created to be a torturer or a man who kills you have been created to become like god with the life of the godhead in your heart Rex's words in that Romanian prison planted a seed with the man. Days later, Rex's torturer opened his heart to Jesus and found his own place in God's family. How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with a thought from the voice of the martyrs. Did you ever wonder why Jesus still had scars from the crucifixion even after his glorified body was resurrected? Maybe it's because there's something beautiful about scars when they point others to God. The Apostle Thomas said, When I see his hands and put my fingers into the nail holes, when I put my hand into the hole in his side made by that Roman spear, then I'll believe he is risen. Eight days later, doubting Thomas saw, touched, and believed. In the same way, the scars of today's persecuted believers remind us of Jesus' sacrifice on our behalf. For more good news, go online to persecution.com. subject to be prudent when listening to this broadcast as we provide the information that that could possibly potentially trigger a negative spiritual response if you have concerns if you need help in this regard i want you to email me feel free to email me with any question concerns you have at jay at jbartlett.org jay at jbartlett.org it's my prayer that god would bless the information that I provide to bring light, the light of Jesus, to this very dark topic. Now, soul slavery, understanding this very subject, understanding mind control, you need to understand it's also referred to as thought reform, brainwashing, mind seduction, and by various other terms. Now, soul slavery, mind control, has been around as long as man has been on the planet. All these terms describe the process by which an individual, an individual's mind, 
has been persuaded by a number of methods in an attempt to control the mind, hence the term soul slavery. You see in Genesis chapter 3, we see Satan attacking the soul nature, the mind, the emotions, and the will. The mind and the emotions and will of Eve by attempting to get her to question in her mind the absolutes that she was fully aware of. It's recorded that the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The devil attacked Eve's mind by persuading her to question what was true. It was a devilish deception. This was done, obviously, to control her, to distort her mind, to place her mind under spiritual slavery. Satan wanted to control her mind to get her to do what he desires. This is a classic example of mind control. At its basic form. Classic example. Satan wanted to control Eve's mind. To get her to do what he desired. Now the only. It was only by the intervention of a loving God. Can one be brought into the light. As we see in Genesis 3.13. Then the Lord God said to the woman. What is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. After the first humans were led astray by the serpent, God intervened and brought light, the light, holy light. And Eve understood fully, for she acknowledged in verse 13, the serpent deceived me. Now Satan attacked the first humans, deceived them, and was able to control them to ensure they did what he wanted them to do. Hence the term soul slavery. Throughout the thousands of years since this event, Satan and his demonic spirits have sought to utilize evil workers to control the masses. The question is, why? And I like to look at the why and the how of soul slavery. It just comes down to, to be honest with you, because Satan hates God. That's it. Satan hates God. Jesus frees people. Satan holds people captive. Satan does the exact opposite of what God does. And because of Satan's very nature, it's one of hatred. Satan hates Humans and desires to place them in slavery on various levels. Now, spiritual blindness, which we see in verse 2, I mean, in Second Corinthians chapter 4, Paul, the Apostle Paul, writes this, And even if our gospel's veiled is veiled to those who are perishing, the God of this age has blinded, that's a key phrase, has blinded the minds, blinded, blinded the minds of unbelievers so they cannot see the light. Of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Satan is referred to as the God of this age, and he has the capability to blind the minds of non believers. This passage is a classic example of mind control, my friends. 
This is mind control. Who is behind mind control? Who is who who's behind soul slavery? It's Satan, the kingdom of darkness. Billions, my friends, billions in our world are held captive by mind control. Billions. Through false religions, for example, such as Hinduism, Islam, Buddhism, animism, Taoism, and other alternative religious sects. We're talking about billions, billions, and billions of people. Satan keeps humans under mind control by blinding them, my friends, spiritually to the gospel message. Perhaps you're listening to this broadcast and you've been blinded. Now, you may be listening to this presentation. You're thinking, this is crazy. What are you talking about, Jay? There's a spiritual blindness the scriptures speak of. And, and if you've never been born again, for example, then you've been blinded. You have been blinded by the serpent. You have been blinded by the dragon. You have been blinded by the enemy of the souls. They've been created to love God. You've been blinded. Another way Satan keeps humans under mind control is through false teaching, which we see in Galatians 3, you foolish Galatians. Who has bewitched you? Interesting, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the Apostle Paul used the word bewitched, placed under a spell. He says, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Who has placed you under a spell? Before your very eyes, Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, by observing the law? Or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish? After beginning with the Spirit, are you now trying to attain your goal by human effort? Now this passage is another key passage to understanding mind control. This passage refers to a form of mind control through false teaching. And it was in this case, it was the false teaching that the observance of the law could bring about some righteousness. That's something I come across all the time. People think that somehow by believing and observing the law that that could be righteous before the Lord. That some other actions will bring righteousness in their life. That is a lie from the pit of hell. It's only through the second person of the triune God, the Lord Jesus Christ, can you be made righteousness. Made righteous before the Lord. Only in Jesus. Jesus is God in the flesh. And only in Jesus Christ is there perfection and sinless. The sinless uh, nature of, of God is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. And only, only in him can you find the righteousness of God. You know, false teachings inherently possess a spiritual breath of demons that can keep one. Spellbound? Are you spellbound? Perhaps you believe that baptism somehow can save you. The water baptism can save you. You believe in baptismal regeneration. You believe that by observing various aspects of the law, you can be saved. Perhaps you deny the Holy Trinity. You deny the essentials, the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. That Jesus is 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 the way to salvation. That justification by faith and faith alone. 
Perhaps you reject these things. Or I'm telling you, you are spiritually bound. You're under mind control by the powers of darkness, and you need to be released. We also see that powerful emotions, which which we read about in Proverbs 29, where it says, a fool, a fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man keeps himself under control. Being self-controlled, being sober-minded, being serious-minded is, is good traits and fruits of being Holy Spirit-controlled. But the polar opposite is one who allows their emotions to control the behavior. These, these individuals are in spiritually in trouble. There are individuals who seek to instill certain emotions within people to obtain a form of control over them. And they're allowing unholy emotions like bitterness, revenge, rage to go unchecked can lead to the possibility of being controlled by these emotions and the possibility of others controlling them. Oh, there's much more I want to talk about today about how Satan uses certain things to control the minds of, of people. We talked about false doctrine, how Satan uses false doctrine to control your mind, unchecked emotions, how he blinds people from the gospel message. But there's so much more that Satan uses that you need to be aware of. So I'll be right back after this brief intermission.
This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. In some countries, authorities attack and arrest Christians in the cover of night. Not so in Somalia. On January 5, Asha Mberwa, a young wife and mother, fearing for the safety of her family, was on the phone making arrangements to flee the Mogadishu area. Al-Shabaab extremists were monitoring that call and decided to make an example of Asha. The next day, she was arrested. The day after that, Muslim extremists took Asha into the street, waited for a crowd of witnesses to gather, and tragically cut her throat. For the latest on Somalia from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. on these global radio presentations, I'm hoping to expose you to the reality and how to escape mind control. Another way Satan uses mind controls through the world system, which includes our schools, our hospitals, financial institutions, governments, religious organizations, civic groups, music and movie industries, and literature is largely controlled by the enemy, by the powers of the Antichrist, and the enemy utilizes these avenues by which to control nations and their citizens. The Apostle John puts it this way. In 1 John 5, we know that we are the children of God and that the whole world is under the control or under the sway of the evil one. The whole world is under the control, under the sway of the evil one. The enemy is able to control the minds of billions of people through the world system. And then we also see drugs. That's right, drugs. Now, I'm not only speaking of the street drugs, cocaine, crack, heroin. I'm, I'm even talking about the overdependence upon prescription drugs. You know, drugs and sorcery are inseparable. It's a fact. As, as we see in Scripture... We know that drugs are a spiritual gateway for altered states of consciousness that can be utilized for mind control purposes. 
involvement in any trafficking, which in, which can include drug trafficking, human trafficking, prostitution, pornographic tra- trafficking, all these things. There's levels of mind control involved. But the, the fact is drugs is a spiritual gateway for altered states of consciousness. Allow me to explain this. If you're partaking some kind of mind-altering substance, you're going to enter altered states of consciousness. And if you're in an altered state of consciousness, then your will, which resists evil, is neutralized. So how can you resist any demonic foreign power from invading your body, from invading your mind, if you're not present and if you're involved in an altered state of consciousness? Answer that question. How are you able to resist evil? How are you able to resist the powers of darkness? How is that going to be possible if you're in an altered state of consciousness? Another means by which Satan controls the minds and places souls under slavery is through unholy vows, oaths, spoken words, spells, blasphemy, and curses, you know, traumatic events, which can bring about dissociation, which often results in fragmented, the fragmented parts being very vulnerable and open to attack to mind-controlling spirits. Then there's the generational curse of mind control. Prior ancestors can open doorways, they can bring forth enslaving spirits. It's something I deal with all the time. I was on the phone. I was on Skype just a few days ago with one of our ministry partners in in, uh, in Asia. And we were talking about how how, how prevalent and how, how prevalent mind control is in the lives of so many people. I believe that the, the masses of people throughout the world are under some form of mind control. You know, governmental elitism utilizes mind control. And especially they use mind control during times of extreme national crises. For example, the Nazi movement of the 1930s, of the 1940s in Europe, directed directly affected numerous nations of the world. Participation in the dark arts, which would include various forms of occultism, witchcraft, voodoo, sorcery, spiritism, Satanism, and other diabolical religious groups. All these groups delve into spiritual realms directly that are forbidden because they open the minds to demonic control. It's an abomination to God. I would like to talk to you in the even in a deeper deeper manner today, I'd like to talk to you about the dynamics of mind control. The dynamics of mind control. But before doing that, I'd like to encourage you to be listening into these deliverance broadcasts, these presentations, and please tell your friends, your your family members, your neighbor, somebody that you go to school with, you work with about these broadcasts, as we embark on the unholy Halloween season here in North America. It has effects throughout the world, but in particular North America. We have dedicated the next few weeks or so, dedicated these many programs to exposing the evils 
that are very present in our day. Tomorrow's broadcast, we'll be talking about the subject of witchcraft. The program's titled, The Witches Are Coming. On October 14th, we're going to be talking about the escape. how to escape Satanism, black magic, voodoo. On the 15th of October, we're going to be sharing some powerful exorcisms that we have been conducting in recent days. On the 16th and 17th, we have a series of broadcasts, series of global presentations on the subject of doorways to demons, how evil spirits invade the bodies of human beings. That's on the 16th and 17th. There's so many broadcasts that we have planned, and, and we believe each and every broadcast will enlighten you, will, will open your minds, will touch your hearts. And it's my hope and prayer at the end of the month we'll open up the phone lines to take your phone calls to help those who are being oppressed, that are being demonized, that need healing physically and spiritually. And to answer your questions on these various topics that we discuss on the Deliverance broadcast. Now, the dynamics. It's interesting, the dynamics of mind control, of soul slavery. Now, in this discussion that I'm going to bring forth to you, my friends, I'm going to refrain from detailing how evil workers systematically insert or program within the soul nature of the unsuspecting various control mechanisms. I will, though, speak in broad terms on how mind-controlling spirits enter and work within their victims. A year or so ago, my wife and I were counseling a lady that had been horrifically abused by some family members when she was just a little girl, which allowed all kinds of demons to enter her and to torment her, including a mind-controlling spirit. How are you operating within this, within this mind? I commanded the mind-controlling spirit to reveal. We're still using the words of her grandfather that abused her to control her mind to keep her in silence, the demon revealed. What were the words of the grandfather, I inquired. The demon spoke back through this woman and said the words, don't tell anyone, mind control revealed. Now, it may sound simplistic, but a demonic force could use a word of an abuser for years to control a person's mind. This is often seen in those who have been belittled, rejected, hurt by cruel words, and cursed by a mother or father. I mean, these words carry demonic spiritual weight. Think about it. They carry demonic spiritual weight that can bind minds and emotions for years. We're talking about decades, you know, several years ago. In the northwestern part of America, we dealt with a lady who was previously involved with a man who was a, who was a member of a special force with an IDF, which is the Israeli Defense Force, and who was involved in interrogations. Now, unknowingly to this, this lady, she was being spiritually seduced by this man and several mind-controlling spirits that were within him. As a result of his special intelligence training, these several mind-controlling spirits were in him, and then, then obviously they went and entered her. 
Now, allow me to say she wasn't involved with it in any sexual manner, but she did exchange many hugs and some inappropriate hugs, which allowed the transference of these spirits to her. These man, this man, knew to some extent what he was doing. I mean, these spirits got to her to believe that she should not communicate with her family. And that that she had been somehow disowned by her family. There were certain words programmed within her by these mind-controlling spirits that would cause certain emotional responses to occur. When these words were either spoken or read or heard by her, one word was family, which caused her to go into an altered state of consciousness when this word was heard or read. I mean, the word produced strong emotional forces like, like deep despair to take place within her. I mean, one night, listen to this, one night while we were all having dinner, I just mistakenly used the word family in a conversation. And she immediately entered a altered state of consciousness. I didn't eat for days, nor did she change her clothes as a result of the word of one word being spoken to her, the word family. We discovered that there were many other words that were programmed within her to bring forth certain responses. This is satanic mind-controlling bondage. And my friends, perhaps you're listening to this broadcast, and you're into some kind of form of satanic mind-controlling bondage. You can be set free. You can be set free by the power of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there's countless religions drug cartels, ideologies, cults, and criminal syndicates that utilize mind control mechanisms to numerous they're, – they're too numerous to even speak of. That's right. There's countless religions, drug cartels, ideologies, criminal syndicates that utilize mind-controlling mechanisms. Right? There, 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 there's so many of them. Now, in the Western world, the focus – is incorrectly on simply occult programming and mind control. Now, let me be very clear. I understand there's occult mind programming and mind control. I was a victim of it. But it's much more broad than merely the, the occult. There are drug cartels using mind control as well as the Islamic imams in the, in the Muslim mosques. The prostitution rings. All these criminal syndicates that operate in and out of this country. They're using mind control. That is why oftentimes you'll find that law enforcement, the CIA, FBI, the various law enforcement agencies that are dedicated to fighting various kinds of crimes here and abroad, they're losing the battle in many instances because they don't understand the elements of mind control and how they could be utilized to the advantage of these traffickers. You know, sometimes they're utilizing occult methods. Other times, uh, be very clear, don't, don't think it's just about the occult. Other times they're using Eastern alternative religious techniques. Irregardless, it's all satanic at its core. You now it's from our observations and experience in the area of deprogramming, of exorcism, of inner healing. We've discovered there are various degrees. To soul slavery. Some in milder forms than others. 
though all should be treated with the utmost care and compassion in the name of Jesus. As the pain is still pain, despite what kind of degree it falls in. Now, I'd like to take a peek at some of the degrees of mind control to shed some light on this very subject. The various degrees of mind control. So you could sort of determine if you're under mind control or if you know somebody, a family member, a friend. And God's going God's to show his light. He's going to bring his light to your mind so you'll be able to, to understand to an extent. So you can utilize your will to fight this evil. You're not told that you're not a robot. A robot. You're made in the image of God. God cares for you. God loves you. And God's going to reveal. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to talk about the various degrees. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. What's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks from The Voice of the Martyrs. Yoon was an eager and curious teenager in China in the 1950s. When he heard about a book that told how to get to heaven, Yoon walked 35 miles to read it. As a new believer, he walked from village to village sharing the gospel. When the police tried to arrest him, Yoon recalled reading in 1 Samuel 21 that David had once pretended to be crazy to escape his enemies. So Yoon did the same thing, making such a spectacle that the police laughed and let him go. Yoon would later be arrested and tortured for his faith, but he would always remain crazy for Jesus. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
Now, from our observations and experience in the area of deprogramming, of exorcism, of inner healing, we've discovered there are various degrees to soul slavery, to mind control, some in very mild forms, some in very severe forms. I'd like to take just a peek at some of the degrees of mind control. As I mentioned earlier, I was subjected to all kinds of degrees of demonic torment as a child. As a result of my father's involvement in secret societies, he was involved in the Illuminati. Now, one element of mind control that I had to fend off was the words my father, who consistently told the family, who spoke these words consistently, telling us family members that Freemasonry is a, a benevolent group that seeks the betterment of society. And those kinds of reassuring though they were to be found to be a sort of a false kind of reassuring words. There were misleading statements that held our minds captive to ensure we continued to support his rise to very lofty levels within Freemasonry, including becoming a most worshipful master. That was this title he was given, most worshipful master. And he obtained the gold card. And it caused, obviously caused, caused all of us to be sort of curious about the group's ceremonies, which I attended. I, <laughs> I even have uh, a smiling picture after my father was a, uh, initiated to this very high position within the Blue Lodge that had all of us uh, posing underneath a huge inverted pentagram. That's, that's the mind control we were under. The spoken words carried a spiritual demonic weight that allowed for certain levels of mind control to occur. Now, a deeper form of mind control that is often utilized is those immersed in drug and prostitution rings. Recently, we encountered a lady that had sought our help that came from the background of the Illuminati, her father. And grandfather were deeply immersed in Freemasonry and some other groups. These groups were also operating a prostitution ring within the lodges. The grandfather programmed this young lady at a very early age by using various forms of torture and pain that caused dissociative identities to surface. And the various parts were given the responsibility to ensure there was complete compliance when it came time to be sold as a sex slave. Now these dissociative identities were then programmed to respond to the grandfather when certain words were spoken. The word would be spoken and a program part would surface to comply with the desires of the lodge. For example, the lodge, when there was a customer, would call Linda up on the phone and say, Hi, Linda. How are you? Pink. As a result of using that program word pink, a personality would surface that would bear some highly sexual emotions and would then use the part for the prostitution. Sadly, Linda had no idea that any of this went on. She would often wonder. All the time, why she was losing time at night so often. She sort of brushed it off as being sort of 
as may, perhaps being highly stressed as a result of the work she was involved in, as a result of being involved in IT work. Uh, work. But it was much deeper than that, as she discovered. I like to, in this broadcast, in this presentation, I like to look at the determining if programming is involved or mind control. I'm often asked, how do you determine if there's an element of mind control at work? Now, there are times when the individual already knows, due to their involvement in the occult, in drugs, in false religious practices. But what about those who are unsure? Perhaps you're listening to this broadcast and you're wondering, and perhaps you're listening in because you're curious about the very subject that that this broadcast was titled, Soul Slavery and Mind Control. You're wondering, am I programmed? Have I been under, under some element of mind control? I, I didn't really fully understood the various degrees of mind control that I had ex that I was under it for many years until I don't know about ten fifteen years ago. It wasn't that long ago. I've been I had been following the Lord for over ten years when I finally woke up to the realization that I was under the mind control during that time when I was a young person when my father was involved in Freemasonry. So just don't automatically think that everybody understands that that they're under some kind of mind control. Oftentimes, an individual will know because they, they've been involved in the occult and, and drugs, and they know what these things, these elements does to the mind. Some, it's not so blatant. It's, it's much more subtle. Perhaps you're unsure. Now, I would encourage the following. You need to, number one, more than anything else, you need to submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You may be saying this is crazy. You're a religious nut. Well, I'm telling you the truth. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Jesus loves you. There's a reason why you're listening to this broadcast. Jesus Christ loves and cares for you deeply. But you must submit to his lordship. I mean, the salvation experience alone can bring about enough light to determine what you're dealing with spiritually. And even now, as you're listening to this broadcast, you can come to know Jesus Christ. You can be born again. I'm not talking about politics. I'm not talking about a religious ritual. I'm talking about a spiritual rebirth of the heart. Your heart's wicked. It's sinful. We all have sinful and wicked hearts. We need an inner transformation of the Holy Spirit to make things new. Because of the crucifixion, because of his blood that Jesus shed, because of the power of his resurrection, he's able to save you right now. To simply say, Jesus, save me. It's that simple. You don't have to be water baptized. You don't have to go to a certain cathedral, temple say a certain kind of religious prayer, all you have to say is Jesus, talking to Jesus, save me. I confess you, Jesus is Lord. I believe in my heart that you have been raised from the dead. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood that cleanses me and forgives me and heals me and delivers me. It's that simple. Say, Jesus, I love you. I need you. 
Now, if you said that simple prayer, talking to God, if you just spoke with the Lord right now, I want you to email me. Let me know at j at jbartlett dot o r g, j a y at jbartlett dot o r g. Now, I would encourage that you seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the mere presence of the fire of the living God. Obviously, <laughs> will provoke a de- demonic response if there's some kind of uh, demonic control element involved. Then, of course, seek an exorcism. Someone who understands dissociation. That's right, seek an exorcism. And you may be be wondering, okay, where do I find an exorcist? Well, you're you're talking to one. You're you're hearing hearing from one right now. I've been an exorcist for over 25 years. I'd be more than willing to help you. In fact, we're holding some meetings. I would encourage you to listen in here just at this very moment. October 27th, October 28th, which is Saturday and Sunday. Church of the Cross, Public Deliverance Mission, Waco, Texas. It's about an hour and 15 minutes south of Dallas, Texas. At the Homewood Suites Board Meeting Room, 5620 Legend Lake Parkway. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. Sunday service service starts at 5 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. I would encourage you to get to these meetings Because in each and every meeting, we perform public exorcisms. That's right, public exorcisms, and you need to be set free from evil spirits, we'll help you. November the 3rd, Public Deliverance Mission, Atlanta, Georgia, at the Hampton Inn and Suites, Atlanta, downtown, board room, uh, meeting hall, 161 Spring Street Northwest, Atlanta, Georgia, at the Hampton Inn and Suites, and the board meeting room. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. November the 4th, Hampton Inn Suites, Grand Rapids Airport, 28th Street, Board Room Meeting Hall. And I would encourage you to get to the to the meeting up there in Grand Rapids, Michigan, 5200, 28th Street, Southeast. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. And we have many more meetings. I traveled earlier, literally around the world, and, and I want to meet with you. I want to help you. I know that... God cares for you deeply. And I believe I believe that you can be set free. That you can be set free by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I would encourage you. I would encourage you to reach out to us. I mean, another way to break this mind control is to live a life of personal holiness by the power of Jesus Christ. Demons and control mechanisms abhor Abhor holiness at all levels. I mean, partake of the Holy Communion. I've written on that. I've written nearly 40 different books and volumes through the years. And there's a book I've written, a small little volume on the subject of Holy Communion. I'm telling you, there is power inherent in the Holy Communion and the blood and the body of Jesus Christ. It's not just very, it's just not juice. It's not just bread. It's the body, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it can set you free from the evil spirits that are tormenting you, the mind control that you're under. We want to help you. That's why I'm sharing these things. These things work. I would encourage you to come to the exorcism services that we'll be holding throughout the country here in North America. Go to my website, jbartlett.org, and you'll find a whole ministry schedule. We traveled 
So far this year, I've been to nearly every continent of the world. We travel all over the world to meet with people, families. We hold meetings, very large meetings, very small meetings to help people. I would encourage you to read the sacred scriptures. Praise the living Jesus Christ. Be willing to die for him. I mean, these are all, all the things, these, these things that I'm mentioning are very important elements that can bring about light that will push back and remove the darkness, the darkness that's behind mind control. I mean, we, we, we've encountered thousands of evil spirits of mind control and have encountered various kinds of programming, ranging from governmental military programming to jewel programming to Illuminati control to Hindu programming. That can be found in the world of the cults, the occult, false religions, drug cartels, pornographic rings, and so on and so forth. Though the dynamics of the programming may vary from group to group, and they do, nevertheless, the solution remains the same. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ who shed shed his holy blood on the cross for you. It's Jesus who's able to set you free. It's Jesus who's able to set the captives free, irregardless of the degree of the of the, the mind control you may be under. You know, applying God's truth. And all of your life will dismantle much of the mind control that might that might remain. However, there are certain demons that contain control mechanisms and powers that need to be removed as they might be deeply entrenched within your body or soul nature. These are dissociative identities and human interjects. That's often involved, where there's dissociative identities and human interjects that might need to be uh, uh, investigated. Just know this. The loving Jesus, God in the flesh, is able. He's more than able to rescue you, to dismantle the mind program that you're under. All my friends, you're very special in the eyes of God. And be sure to tell your friends, your family, your neighbors about these upcoming broadcasts. And later in the month, we're going to be opening up these phone lines. We're going to be opening up the phone lines to you to take your calls to help you, even live on this broadcast, on, on this global presentation. Feel free to email me, j at jbartlett.org, j-a-y at jbartlett.org. We want to help you. We want to see you set free. You're important to God. And I bless each and every one of you in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. I look forward to to talking with you tomorrow. God bless you.